This is the Real Estate Pros Podcast, where we teach you actionable marketing tips and strategies to stand out from your competitors. Hi everyone, Digital Marketing Advisor Josh Cobb here from Steps. Welcome to our first episode of the podcast for 2018. We've been busy producing lots of shorter video tips and strategies over the past few months, so I'm excited to get back behind the microphone today for a deeper dive into a very important topic in real estate. Today, we're going to talk about branding and everything you need to know before diving into a rebrand or starting a new brand from scratch. So if you're an individual agent or a business owner or even a business development manager in the property management department, this is certainly a show you don't want to miss. And to help us make us all smarter about branding, I'm pleased to be joined by a true expert in the branding space. Today, I'm speaking with Karen Forster. Karen is a certified practicing marketer with over 15 years experience across varied global companies, including San Pellegrino, World Vision, and YMCA, just to name a few, and across multiple industries, including our beloved real estate industry. Karen has more recently started assisting residential real estate business owners and independent agents refresh their brand strategies to maximize sales opportunities and brand equity, something I know all of you want more of. Not only that, Karen and her company Soda Blue have also partnered with us here at Steps to help deliver an end-to-end branding, marketing, strategy, and execution solution for real estate businesses and individual agents. So I'm excited to have Karen join us for a chat today. And without further ado, Karen, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Oh, thanks, Josh. It's a pleasure to be here and, and thanks for having me on. That's oh, great to have you. And I gave our listeners just a quick snapshot, but can you fill in some gaps from our intro? Tell us a little bit more about you personally and give us a little glimpse into what a typical day looks like for you these days. Oh, sure, Josh. Well, I think your intro was very lovely, so I don't think there's too much to add there. Um, however, I, I guess from a personal point of view, um, I'm a mum and I've got two little ones, um, which I love dearly. And uh, I love some fitness time, running, water skiing, jet skiing. Um, did that over the weekend, which was lovely. lovely. Um, yeah. And I guess for me personally, um, from a professional point of view, I, you know, I have a real passion for helping businesses and um, more recently real estate agencies um, build their marketing and their, their brands to, to make them be meaningful and actually matter. Um, in the market today. So that, that's my personal um, passion in this area um, in particular. But as far as a typical day goes, well, uh, that's an interesting one. There probably isn't one. Um, it's, it's very varied. Um, the work of developing strategies can, you know, take the form of desk research, workshopping with clients, lots of workshops. So that takes me to many different destinations and, and businesses and cultures, which is um, always interesting. Lots of meetings with key suppliers like videographers, website um, strategists, designers, copywriters, and also surveying the public because um, market research is obviously very important when developing a strategy. And I have been known to hit the streets and do some street talk too. So um, that always brings a bit of fun to my day too. Very cool. Very cool. It sounds certainly the the role of a brand strategist or a branding um, uh, expert like yourself is very much the uh, the you're kind of like the the puppet master in a lot of ways. You 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 uh, yeah you're looking after all of those different stakeholders to make sure that it all comes together uh, at the end of the day to uh, to produce a, a solid brand. 
Exactly, exactly. And it's all about, I guess, um, really understanding the client and the culture of the organisation that they're working in um, and where they want to go and, and journeying with them to, to reach those objectives and goals that they have for their brand. Well, let's let's get stuck into it, Karen. I, uh, uh, branding is such, or brand is such, and we were just talking about this off uh, before we hit record, uh, that brand is such a difficult thing for so many people and business owners and real estate agents to get their head around and get this thing right, uh, or even their personal brand if they're an individual agent. We've all heard the saying, a brand is not what you say it is, it's what other people say about you when you're not in the room. What, it, in your own words, what is a brand? And, and why is branding a real estate business or an individual agent so important to get right? Yeah, good question. So for me, the simple answer for brand, it exists in the mind of the customer or in this case, um, vendors or buyers. So it's all the perceptions, the experiences, the expectations that um, an individual um, holds in their mind, which is, I guess, where the slippery bit is or the, the grey matter bit is, is that so much can happen in the customer's mind and especially today in this day and age where um, the customer is very much in control of the messaging that they want to hear. Mm. Um, so I, I guess that, put simply, that's that's how I see what um, what is a brand. Uh, as far as how I'm, you know, why it's so important um, for real estate businesses to get it right, I think it's because it it positions you in the mind of the client or the buyer in a way that will help you deliver um, the expectations that that client may have, be that on your services um, or results that they um, perceive are important to um, experience when they engage you. So this can in turn um, obviously affect um, an increase in sales, revenue and your brand equity if it's done right. It's important for the customer that it's done right so that they're, they're coming and being attracted to the right agency that will fulfil their expectations that are held in their mind. But it's also really important for the agency to get it right or the agent to get it right because it will um, very much help increase sales, revenue and brand equity. Well, something that a lot of people start with when they talk about branding, these are just from the discussions that we have with real estate agents. I'd say it's universal. Karen, from all over the world, the people that we, we, we interact with in our business the first thing that a real estate agent or a business owner says is we we need a, we need a new logo we we we're re, we're going through a rebrand or a brand refresh and the first thing the very first thing that they they think they need or they believe deeply that they need is a new logo or a new color style guide what would you say to business owners that and real estate agents that are kind of starting at that point where where should they be starting is that the right place to start or what are some of the considerations that they may need to consider if they they might need a refresh or they're starting a new brand? Where should they start? Yeah, look, I think um, it's a good question again, Josh. I think the reason I believe agencies um, usually look to the logo first is because that's the tangible part of a brand. Um, it's visual, it's there, and most people um, understanding of brand is the logo or the visual identity. If you want to, you know, uh, make it a broader definition, but it, brand is actually about the foundations below the logo. So the logo is really the tip of the iceberg is what I usually say um, to my clients. And um, it's really about understanding and exploring the foundations first um, of a brand that makes it a great 
brand. And unfortunately, those bits are the intangible parts, which people find it hard, like you said at the start, um, to get their head around. So this is talking about the vision of the company, the personality traits of the company, the brand promise, the brand essence, um, and the customer experience, which is huge today, um, the experience um, side of the brand. Another example I give to my clients is around Nike. Nike is a great brand. We all know it. It's a very powerful, very successful brand. Um, if you look at Nike, their logo is a simple tick, very simple. It's well-crafted tick. It's a memorable logo, yes. Um, but if I actually asked you about what you love about um, Nike, it's probably not the tick. It's probably everything that Nike stands for and the experiences you receive around that brand and the products and services that they deliver to you, which all has a strategy and a positioning in mind that they're very serious about and invest around. Um, you know, there, there very much is a reason why people buy Louis Vuitton bags versus a Kate Spade bag or a sports girl bag, you know, talking to, to my own <laughs> my own kind. Well I'm gonna um, pretend I'm gonna pretend for a minute, Karen, that I know all of those brands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very stylish brands there, Josh, up there. I'll take um, a word but, for also, it. <laughs> but also that, you know, I guess the sports girls of the day as well. Um, you know, obviously they are different price points, but the reason that they can charge a higher price is because of the experience that they are giving their mm. clients mm. so we used to say this back in um the days that i worked at san pellegrino you know we were selling water well no we weren't we were actually selling the italian lifestyle and what it meant to live in italy um and that was the perceptions and things that we were trying to sell there not water um so unfortunately most people think it starts with just the logo um, but that's the tip of the iceberg. That's actually the last bit that we look at when we go through a process of a rebrand is the creative execution. The first bit we want to look at is the foundations, what what they are being, the vision, the personality, um, et cetera, of the brand and, and the company culture because that will drive the experience that people will receive. Well, what are some of the mistakes that individual agents and business owners make when they're either rebranding or starting a new brand altogether? Yeah, look, I think, look, it's a temptation that we all have and that's to start talking about the um, one, the logo, the visuals, but also the things like how about we get some new pens going, maybe we need to um, get a new mug or a new calendar or, you know, we, we go down to the land of marketing tactics, you know, maybe we should get onto Instagram and do some more there or maybe our website isn't working and so we go into that land of tactics again because they're so tangible um, and there's there's so much easier to talk about than these foundational pieces. So um, I like to always start the process with the brand, um, the business strategy, and understanding the business goals. Then looking at the brand strategy, which then follows down to your marketing strategy, and then those tactics that I just talked about go under that. So they're quite further down so that, again that temptation to go into tactic mode instead of no hang on what are we about what are we trying to deliver to our customer how are we trying to position ourselves differently in the market which there's a huge opportunity especially for the property and real estate industry to start looking at how to position themselves differently um, not just looking at price but going further than that and looking at the things that Australians are actually craving that brands start talking to them about and start engaging them with um have us 
which is a large media group, have done a huge global study and, and it came out with that Australians are craving for brands to start connecting with them and um, bringing meaning back into their lives through the brand, which sounds a little bit strange to some people, but it's <laughs> it's actually very important. And this study um, showed 10 sectors, you know, the top 10 sectors that were actually connecting with brands but saying still that a lot of these sectors weren't doing it well enough for what the Australian customer wants. Um, and unfortunately, property and real estate didn't even hit the top 10. So that says to me that there's huge opportunity for real estate agencies and agents to understand what Australians are wanting when they connect with a brand and provide that to them so that they're positioned um, in a way that matters. I just want to deep dive into that point just a little bit more, Karen. The the idea of not just defaulting to the tactics of of marketing and and advertising because they they, they are you know they're the, they're the easy bits right you, as you said yeah. they're, they're they're tangible you can you can update a logo you you can real estate agents and business owners I've found are very visual people they like to be able to see things in front of them before they make a decision on what they do and and so I think yeah defaulting to those things is is the easy way out of branding and I I really like the the idea of slowing down to speed up and and having a clear uh, strategy in place a documented strategy that the whole business follows the one thing I wanted to ask you is what have you found business owners and, and agents that have gone through that process with you and have uh, mapped out a, a, a strategy and a, a, the brand essence and the brand meaning and all of all of the above do they have a lot more clarity moving forward? Do they? Do the, does it remove a lot of the guesswork out of you know? Should we be on Instagram? Should we be on Facebook? Do we need a new website? Does it? Does it give them a lot more clarity? And and what are some of the tangible benefits as a result of that process? Mm, yeah, good question. Yeah, look, clarity definitely comes through going through that process and looking at you know your vision, what your purpose is, what you're trying to achieve to then work out whether you need to implement and use certain marketing channels for your brand. Um, once you know who your target audience is and what they do in their day-to-day, -day, um, it becomes a lot clearer to whether you need an Instagram account because is your target audience on Instagram? They may be, they may not be. Um, are they on Twitter? They may be, they may not be. You know, Customers have a preference between social media networks. So I think it is really important to understand your vision, your purpose, your business goals first and upfront and have them very clear and then look at your target audience and understand them deeply because you want to be ultimately where your target audience is. Um, and so they may be at a conference, they may be at the local school, they may be um, reading a certain magazine, but until you know what they're actually doing during their week and during their month, um, you can spend a lot of time, resources and money and effort creating campaigns and doing, you know, letterbox drops, um, creating new websites, doing innovative, um, you know, viral campaigns and things, but but they don't actually reach your target audience and it's your target audience that are going to generate the sales and the revenue and bring business into your door. So I, th I think it's very important um, to, as you say, 
slow it down and, and look at what you're actually trying to achieve with your business goals and whether these marketing tools that there's so many out there now that you can use, which ones actually will help you achieve those business goals that you have. I think but naturally in real estate, we look at a lot at what other agents are doing and, and we, it's, we, we copy what they're doing, tactics. You know, we, we copy the Facebook page, the Instagram account. And a story that I've shared multiple times, um, Karen, is uh, we, we, we uh, were called in to work with uh, or buy a, a business owner in Sydney. And uh, I won't mention who it is, but basically uh, they, they said to us, well, our competition are all on Facebook. We, we know we need to spend more time on, on social media. Um, they're getting lots of, they've got a huge following. Uh, they're getting lots of comments and likes and shares all over their Facebook posts. We have to be on Facebook. We, we know we're missing out. And we started having a look at the, the kind of people that live in their local market, the people that have purchased property, their clients, and their obvious prospects, and uh, both from sales and property management, and we discovered that that most of the people in uh, that have purchased property and are getting them to manage their properties in this area of Sydney are actually not on social media. It is a very small demographic of people in their local market that they service that are actually using Facebook. So we we uh, had a look at what they are doing and what they do do in this particular area of Sydney is they spend a lot of time at coffee shops and cafes and um, and uh, at, at the local gym and that sort of thing. They're more very, very astute people and they're very private people. So they don't tend to spend a lot of time on Facebook. So what this business owner decided to do was very much against the grain of what their competitors were doing. They opened a coffee shop in their local market and uh, not under their brand name, but basically to service their local market just with, you know, good um, good vibes, I suppose. And uh, the the return on that investment is tenfold. The conversations that they're having with the community are so much deeper than their competitors are having just on Facebook with a quote of the day, so to speak. So um, they've they've really understood their customer. They've really understood their, um, and, and they still do not have a Facebook, um, a strong Facebook presence. They have a page to run ads for their listings and, and that sort of thing. But they're not investing a huge amount of time there. They're investing a huge amount of time of where their customers are. So, Karen, if if we look at that example, do you think real estate agents and business owners have uh, somewhat of an unhealthy habit with kind of just copying the competitors and and really not un, you know spending the time understanding their audience on a deeper level? Do you think real estate has a little bit of an issue with that? Yeah, I do, Josh. I do. I think. Um there is a lot of competition out there in the real estate market naturally um, and so there is uh, with that a temptation to copy um, reproduce and and do what others are doing instead of actually I guess looking a little bit into the inner self um, and this is very much applicable to the personal branding um, side of things for agents and to be authentic to who they are and who they connect with in the market and who their target audience is. Um, I think this is a, a really um, important thing for the real estate industry in particular to really grasp is that if you know and understand your brand authentically, um, it will become a lot clearer to what is appropriate to post on Instagram or Facebook coming from you as, as a person um, as someone that is true to your own personal brand. 
And I find that some agents, when we sit down and talk about it, they go, yeah, I'm on Facebook, but I'm really not comfortable with it. And when we get further into the conversation, it's not actually the technology that they're not comfortable with. It's actually that they're not comfortable communicating to their target audience because their target audience isn't actually that comfortable with it either, just like the example you gave before. Um, And so it actually becomes a case of them actually not being authentic to themselves and their brand and how they do sales uh, that comes out of that conversation. Let's move on, Karen, and, and have a look at some of the steps. If we wanted to put it into some uh, some tangible steps for business owners or real estate agents, uh, whether they're going through a rebrand or starting a new brand, we've kind of spoken about some of them already, but if we can break it down into a few different steps, what would your advice be um, on, on getting the most out of that process of either a rebrand or starting a new brand? Yeah, I'd look at step one being uh, know your objectives. So what are you trying to achieve with your brand? Is it awareness? Is it sales? Is it presence? And ask yourself, can you actually do that with your existing brand? Do you need to spend time, money and resources on generating a new logo or a new look and feel? Or is it actually about, as you said before, Josh, slowing the process down, looking at building a strategy and a plan that can, I guess, sharpen your your focus to your target audience so yeah step one would be definitely know your objectives what you're trying to achieve so step two have uh, your foundations of your brand um, mapped out so know that strategy that you've got and have it clearly articulated your vision your personality your brand essence um, and have that mapped out to know where your brand is heading so be clear on the benefits and the features that you're trying to promote So, yeah, step two is have those foundations. Step three would be uh, determine how you will actually measure success. Uh, Branding can be a hard thing to measure, but at the same time with the digital age and the tools that are available um, now, you can definitely measure um, and track results. And then the other thing as part of that is to work out how often you're going to check in to look at those results. Is it going to be every quarter or every year? Um, but definitely to put in place uh, that process of an annual review because a lot of marketing today is, and brand work today is test and learn, test and learn. And it's important to to do exactly that. You know, the first idea may not work well and that's okay. Work out why it didn't work and then you can actually test it again. You don't have to shelve the idea at that point. But to do that, you need to have that process of how you're going to measure success in place and then step four finally would be keep your organization accountable so um, strategies that I've worked on that are most successful are the ones that have commitment to the implementation process and exactly what I talked about before reviewing it um, over that you know two-year process that uh, the strategy would be rolled out it's usually a two to five year um, strategy process but have that commitment up front to journey along the implementation because technology is evolving, the customer is evolving, so there needs to be this checking all the time um, to see that your strategy is actually achieving um, and changing the perceptions of the customer that you're hoping it to. Well, current before we wrap, wrap things up, what is one thing that you want our listeners to take away from our chat today? Oh, look, uh, I think 
the one thing would be just to encourage listeners that, um, you know, Australians are out there and they're wanting to connect and, um, you know, build a relationship with brands. So I just encourage you to go out there and start working on your brand strategy, your inner brand, understand it, um, and do that before you go out and create a logo or a visual identity to support that. I love that. Well, Karen, I'd like to thank you for your time, knowledge and advice today. We're super happy to have you on board with uh, doing some work with some of our clients here at Steps as well. How can people get in touch with you if they'd like to know more about how you can help them with their business? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Josh, for the chat. It's been great. Um, people can definitely feel free to either email me at karenatsteps.com.au or um, alternatively, they can give me a call on my mobile. Uh, always happy to chat. Fantastic. And if you'd like to know more, please head across to steps.com.au. I've got all of the information about uh, all of the show notes from today, obviously on this episode of the podcast, uh, all of the information about the services that Karen uh, can engage with yourself as an individual agent or as a business owner. And it will certainly provide you with a lot of clarity moving forward. If you are thinking about a rebrand or uh, starting a brand from scratch, certainly reach out and Karen Uh, would be uh, delighted to have a chat too. So thanks again, Karen. Hope you have a great day and we'll talk again soon. Great. Thanks, Josh. You've been listening to the Real Estate Pros Podcast. If you'd like to go deeper with your marketing this year, visit digitalmarketingessentials.com.au to learn about our popular upcoming workshops. And until next time, I'm Josh Cobb. Thanks for tuning in.